Welcome to a brand new episode of the Jam Pack Report today for July the 27th of 2020. Of course, my name is Samuel Adams and this is a daily gaming news podcast meant to bring you the hottest news you need to know from around the industry. Hosted on YouTube and podcast services around the world five days a week, it is your one-stop shop for everything that you need to know. So if you enjoy the show and you like what you see, hit that subscribe button and keep coming back for more. However, we have more evidence than ever to suspect that a different SKU is going to be released this holiday season alongside the Xbox Series X because a mysterious white next-gen Xbox has appeared online or at least its controller has. A white Xbox Series X controller appears to have leaked online. The image of the white controller appeared on Reddit over the weekend before the poster deleted their account and the image. Identified only as Wolfie underscore Wizardo, the Reddit user claimed to have snapped the photo at a party in Washington State hosted by the child of a Microsoft employee. Before the account deletion, the Reddit account had been commenting and posting about topics in Seattle, Washington for months. The controller itself includes the new D-pad on the Series X controller, alongside the new share button that Microsoft is shipping on next-gen controllers. We spoke to the Reddit user before their account was deleted, and they claimed the associated console was also white and looked more squarish, and the Xbox button looked bigger on it. They also claimed to have played games on the console and that the interface still looked like the Xbox One UI. Microsoft is sticking largely to the same Xbox dashboard that ships on the Xbox One with some minor tweaks to enable new features like Quick Resume. Some are speculating that this white Xbox controller could indicate the existence of a second next-gen Xbox. Microsoft is rumored to be launching its second, cheaper next-gen Xbox, codenamed Lockhart, in August. It is not clear if the white controller and console are genuine or not, but if they do exist and belong to a Microsoft employee, then it simply could be a special edition Xbox Series X. Microsoft created a white Xbox One exclusively for employees who worked on the console when it shipped in 2013, and Microsoft has refused to comment as of yet saying, quote, we have nothing further to share at this time. Uh, so you've got a lot of speculation going around the internet right now. The first image that comes to mind is the Xbox Series S mock-up that we have seen online. So if you search in images, this is what comes up. And this is an image that was created on Reddit. I suppose it goes directly to the, uh, the uh, thing we were just reading. Uh, but this was a picture that was created and shared on Reddit. And for audio listeners, this is the cube-shaped Xbox that is white. You've seen it going around online a good bit. This is not a legitimate render. This is not something that Microsoft has shared. This is nothing more than a fan's imagining of what the Series S could in fact look like. So a lot of people are speculating, saying that this is the controller for that specific console, while there is nothing as of yet, that proves that console is even real. Now, is it a very good render? Absolutely. But we don't know if that is what the design is going to look like, or even if this console exists. Now, there are a lot of signs pointing to a cheaper next-gen console, but nothing is confirmed as of now. And so, with that being said, what is my take on this? Uh, personally, I think this is going to be the Microsoft employee version of the Xbox Series X, because a lot of people can read into what the statement said, uh, where the console looked more squarish and the Xbox button looked bigger on it. You could say that the Xbox Series X looks squarish, if you don't really understand that rectangular is probably the better term to use there. I could see where somebody would say it looked squarish. Uh, and on top of that, the white 
employee Xbox One seems to align uh, with what we've been hearing from inside Microsoft, where people like Phil Spencer have said they've been playing on the Xbox Series X for the entirety of 2020. Uh, and so I think this is more than likely an Xbox Series X in the wild. And of course, somebody's kid is going to be in serious trouble for letting this leak out online. But over the weekend, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War was possibly leaked by Doritos. And now we know. It is no secret that Activision can't stop the Call of Duty leaks every year. For some time now, many insiders have said that the next title is called Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Today, it seems like Doritos confirmed the name because packaging leaked detailing a promotion with the game. The image appears to be genuine, and if you eat enough Doritos, you may win double experience points for a year. Get ready to eat a lot of crisps, because that's a serious reward. As with any such leak, take it with a grain of salt until Activision says something, but for all we know, it could be an elaborate hoax involving an industrial printer and advanced packaging, even though that sounds highly unlikely. Hopefully Activision will reveal Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War soon. At this point they should because just like last year, everyone knows what the new game is going to be because the packaging already leaked early. It really is time to just drop the game and show us what we have coming out in 2020 for Call of Duty because it's getting to a point, and I said this on an episode of the show last week, where I'm a bit concerned about Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, which again, I'm not a big fan of that name. Uh, personally, I would rather it just be Call of Duty Black Ops, but there is the leak itself. Um, it seems like you would have shown me something by now. Would we have seen it in June if there had been an E3, potentially? Uh, and I'm sure that some plans have been shifted because of COVID-19, but it still seems like some kind of snippet, a trailer, something should have been shown by now uh, to show us what Call of Duty was going to be doing for 2020. Uh, but maybe this is part of the overall marketing plan the word doubtful comes to mind, but anything is possible. Uh, so if you are looking forward to what Call of Duty has in store for the year, you can look forward to some more Black Ops, this time uh, focusing on the Cold War. But in the meantime, you can play Modern Warfare 2's campaign with this month's PlayStation Plus lineup. Of course, that is the remastered campaign. Infinity Ward's Call of Duty title is currently priced at $19.99 on the PlayStation Store, while 60-player online multiplayer game Fallout Guys Ultimate Knockout will be released on August 4th for PS4 and PC, and both of these are going to be PlayStation Plus games for August of 2020. And Modern Warfare 2 will be available to PlayStation Plus subscribers at no extra cost from July 28th until August 31st, while Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout will be available to subscribers from August 4th until the end of the month. July's PlayStation Plus games, NBA 2K20, Rise of the Tomb Raider, 20 Year Celebration, and Erica are available until August the 3rd. Uh, so first and foremost, massive. Uh, and I'm assuming this probably has to do with the Call of Duty uh, slash Activision deal that is continually ongoing with Sony where they release stuff on PlayStation a bit ahead of time or there are a couple of exclusives here and there. And so this is more than likely one of those. A massive one though because this is something that released just a few months ago. Uh, this is not an old game whatsoever. Now this is just the campaign. There is no multiplayer involved. Uh, but for 20 bucks, you can pick up Modern Warfare 2 campaign 
playing on the PlayStation 4, the Xbox One, or the PC, or if you have a PlayStation Plus subscription, it's coming out for free uh, for the month of August. Now, Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout, that's a very interesting title because it is very dependent on playing with your friends and playing with a group of people. And so I think what the developers behind the scenes and Devolver Digital, the publisher, are trying to accomplish is to replicate that Rocket League magic where you have a game that is released uh, and it is immediately free to a large bundle of people and then they are able to simply pick it up, play it, and get involved in the community without having to pay anything right off the bat. But in the long term, the popularity is what drives the game to new heights. I think that's probably uh, what the strategy is there. But if you want either of these games, again, Modern Warfare 2 Campaign Remastered and Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout are PlayStation Plus games for August of 2020. Then we have Avowed. Of course, we now know some more details thanks to a new leak. Avowed has a world bigger than Skyrim and a focus on physics-based magic according to a new leak. Avowed, the action RPG from Obsidian, was one of the surprise announcements at last week's Xbox Game Showcase. The game was revealed with the help of a brief CG trailer that confirmed first-person combat and a focus on casting magic spells. Outside of that, however, little else is known about Avowed. Now, according to Reset Era 4 member Spunger, the game is indeed an open-world RPG that is several times bigger and denser than Skyrim. There are apparently two large cities in the game, and the open world has major landmarks and diverse zones. Avowed will feature a real-time weather system where fog, specifically, is said to play a big role. Unlike Skyrim, Avowed's world is said to be more reactive and interactive. Obsidian has ambitious goals with physics simulation when it comes to magic, and the developer is also making use of updated AI systems to create a living world. Companions, while in, won't work quite like they did in the Outer Worlds, though details on that have been left out. Being set in the Pillars of Eternity world, Avowed will borrow from and to the existing lore, creatures, and designs. The leak also talks about boss fights, which will apparently bookmark major moments. And for those who can't help but spend hours crafting every fine detail on their character, Avowed will seemingly have a very advanced character creator. Spunger concluded by saying that the game has already entered full production with a team of around 100 people, and Obsidian will continue to hire more in the foreseeable future. Right now, the studio is targeting a late 2022, early 2023 release. Though Spunger does not have the longest track record when it comes to Microsoft leaks, he has been vouched for by Clubreal, a different leaker who has been solid in the past. This obviously is not a confirmation of anything, and you should always take leaks of this nature with a grain of salt, but indeed, as they point out in the original post, some of the details could change over the course of development, and the game is coming out for PC and Xbox Series X. First off, 2022 or 2023, that makes me very sad. Uh, but I totally understand, because this sounds like it is a very ambitious project, a few times bigger than Skyrim sounds nice. Denser than Skyrim? Now you have me completely tuned in to what you have going on. Of course, Obsidian, very impressive studio. They have made games like The Outer Worlds on top of that. I believe they made uh, Fallout New Vegas. And additionally, uh, they're making and releasing Grounded this summer for the Xbox One. Of course, the latter of those trio, uh, not as impressive as the first two. But you understand my point. They have a lot of prestige at the studio, and they're making some very impressive stuff. Uh, out of all of the games shown off at the Xbox Series uh, X Games Showcase, Avowed uh, was one that certainly did catch my eye. I personally still looking more forward to Halo Infinite because of the fact that I am a very big Halo fan, but I definitely think Avowed is certainly one to keep your eye on. Very good looking RPG if you are into that kind of game. 
So you can stay tuned. Of course, the fact is, uh, it looks to be their most ambitious game to date, and it is coming out on the Xbox Series X and PC uh, between 2022 and 2023. Major bummer for that release date, but hey, what are you going to do? Moving on, some news broke over the weekend that is going to get horror fans excited. Horror mangaka Junji Ito, ooh, there's a lot of words there, reveals that he has been in talks with Hideo Kojima to work on a horror game. Horror mangaka Junji Ito revealed during an interview at Comic-Con 2020 that he was approached by Hideo Kojima to potentially work on a horror game. I apologize if I'm mispronouncing that name. When asked if he was working on any video games, Ito said a translator, or via a translator, that while he is not currently involved in any projects, he has been in talks with Kojima. However, nothing is set in stone. The simple answer is no, Ito said in response to the question of whether he was working on something or not. I do know director Kojima, and we have been in conversation that he may have a horror based game that he may be doing, and so he has invited me to work on that, but there are no details on it yet. Before you get your hopes up for a new Silent Hill game yet again, do, not, do note uh, that Kojima has previously debunked rumors of working on the series or acquiring rights to it. However, he has indicated on numerous occasions that he is toying with the idea of making a horror game and has been teasing concepts. Quote, PT ended as just an experiment, but I would like to make another horror game someday, Kojima said during the digital ceremony for BAFTA Games Awards 2020. Something that uses a revolutionary method to create terror that doesn't just make you pee your pants, but crap them. I already have ideas in mind, end quote. While Ito stopped short of divulging details and confirming anything, it looks like Kojima's next project will indeed be a horror game. Uh, and so this is something I feel like we have known for a while, but very interesting to hear he has been in talks uh, with somebody whose name is very much so big in the horror space. Now, of course, I'm not really into horror games or horror in general, but I do uh, understand the significance of this. But keep an eye, Kojima is certainly working on something. Now let's talk about this big Nintendo leak over the weekend. For those that like the history side of gaming, this is going to be one for you. Now, Nintendo 64 prototypes for Mario 64 and Ocarina and more have reportedly leaked online. The latest data leak follows the discovery of a significant amount of Super Nintendo content on Friday, including working prototypes of many classic games, including Super Mario World 2 Yoshi's Island. Saturday's leak could potentially make it possible to recover similar early versions of many Nintendo 64 games, including the several infamous trade show demos made popular by grainy VHS footage. Significantly, Saturday's leak is said to contain an early build of Super Mario 64, dubbed Ultra 64 Mario Brothers, with files referencing Luigi. Luigi was originally intended to appear as a second playable character in the launch game, according to a 1996 interview with director Shigeru Miyamoto. The data is also said to include a second Zelda Ocarina of Time version that references to the 64DD. An Ocarina expansion was originally planned to release on the failed add-on. And of course you see many people breaking this down on Twitter, where you see the Luigi mark, the Luigi mustache, hair text, very interesting stuff here. And of course you have Super Luigi in real time. They have reconstructed him and put him together. Of course, you have uh, so many uh, elements of the conversation, but however, the latest data breach is allegedly much larger in terms of raw data than Friday's and will likely take some time to be pieced together by the modding community. Many files pres present in the leak are also said to be corrupted, which could prevent the sort of full demo seen in Friday's SNES breach from happening. The full leak is said to include source data for Super Mario 64, Mario Kart 64, Star Fox 64, Wave Race 64, Yoshi's Story, Legend of Zelda games, Ocarina of Time, and Majora's Mask, plus Dr. Mario 64 and Animal Crossing. 
This is absolutely massive. If you dive into what has been going on, essentially some of the trade secrets that Mario has had or that Nintendo has had uh, for decades all leaked online and basically you can see exactly how so many iconic 90s games were created uh, for the Nintendo 64 and this is significant uh, because for so many years this has been locked away like a well-kept secret and people didn't believe uh, that any of these secrets could be discovered or that any of these files could be cracked but here you have so much being laid out on the line uh, that people are able to recreate so many of the experiences that really did define millions of kids' childhoods. Uh, and that's what's really interesting here to me. But if you want to learn more, again, Twitter was a uh, fire uh, with all of these little details and, and intricate little uh, nuggets of information here from all of these source files. And so, with that, we round out today's episode of the Jam Pack Report. If you enjoyed today's show, drop me a like down below, and in the comments section, let me know what stories caught your eye. I would love to hear your thoughts on everything we talked about here today, but specifically, do you think we are going to be getting an Xbox Series S anytime soon, and do you think this controller belongs to it? Would love to see what you have to say, or you can always comment about anything else we discussed in today's show. But until tomorrow, you guys have a fantastic one. I'll talk to you soon, and peace.